I'm Anna. And I'm Zoe. Welcome to That Christian Podcast. So I've had such an existential crisis just there. I, so when we got married, I decided to keep my name, but then we're going by McCracken Strong. But, but you've like keep, kept your name officially. Yeah, keep Strong as my legal name. Why did you want to go McCracken Strong rather than McCracken? Well, I mean, it's kind of self-explanatory, isn't it? <laughs> um, yeah, also, if you have a name like Zoe Strong, why would you change it, Anna? Why? Why I know, would you get- change your name? Well, Gil is quite boring, isn't it? It's a bit bland. Yeah. But anyway, Anna then informs me just there that you need to like report that you're not changing your name. So yeah, I'm pretty sure. I have no idea what my legal name is right now. I, I could I could be wrong on that. If anyone knows, let us know. Me, but I'm pretty sure when I got married, it's like I automatically became Anna Gill. And I'm sure it said... You've got to inform them if you keep your maiden name or if you're double barreling your name. And you've kind of done, done both. It, I've done it all. You've done it all other than go for McCracken. Do you know what my pet hate though is? What? When people know fine well that my name's either Zoe Strong or Zoe McCracken Strong and I get called Zoe McCracken. That's uh, everyone tell. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it. Um, but yeah, I just, it's very, like I am having a bit of a wee like crisis in my head right now. So what are you going to do? Um, have you worked out if am i correct i tried googling it and all i could find was do you lose your independence if you take your husband's name <laughs> the answer is yes <laughs> yes um but yeah i don't really know what to do now. no the answer is not actually yes so last night i changed my whatsapp picture to a picture of just me <laughs> and matthew goes are you trying to become more independent from me <laughs> uh, yeah i like i genuinely don't know what to do so if anyone got married didn't change their name any experience what you did how mad is that though like no, i just can't get over the fact i don't know what my name is well i'm just going to keep calling you zoe mccracken <laughs> hey why are you saying it to that oh, it's fine it's fine it's fine yeah you've had a slightly better week than me i was at one of my best friends from uni's wedding on monday that was really fun um so me and one of my other friends caris I know she listens to the podcast, so hello. Um, we went to Glasgow, stayed in a hotel in the centre. That was lovely. And then Matthew joined us down on the Sunday and we had two nights in an Airbnb in air. And we had the wedding on the Monday. It was so lovely. I think one thing about weddings is it's just so nice to catch up with old friends. Yeah. I think especially in sort of Christian circles and uni circles, you always end up knowing people and... Um, it kind of feels like a big reunion in a lot of ways yeah. but it was just good it was even like people we didn't know we were chatting away to and that I think that's what I loved most about it was it just felt like so natural everyone like we kind of became good friends on the day with people mm. we'd never met before and such a lovely environment I loved it nice. and then I've been working for the rest of the week what have you been up to this week I've just been doing uni work and working and I had quite bad news I had spent a lot of time applying for like a funding application and I didn't get it so that was sad but um yeah I just I feel it's important to also share the bad things in life I know Anna you never have any disappointments in life ever <laughs> you're just everything goes well I'm joking we're joking um, but no I just it's good to yeah it's good to share when we're not so sad when we're not so sad when we are not so happy about something so, so yeah. what was the funding for and why, why was it important that yes yeah, so the you, funding you was, thought it was important yeah. you could get it 
Um, so the funding was for my PhD, which I'm starting in September. And yeah, it was just amazing. It was like a huge training program. And I got through to the last round. And like in my head, I was like, I've got it. But I didn't get it. And that's a bit rubbish. So yeah, just trying to find other options. I have a few, um, a few wee ideas um, of how I can get the funds together to do it. And yeah. You can do it. Yeah. You'll do it. A bit sad, but not knocked down. And I was like, do you know what? I'm just going to do this so well. And they're going to really regret it. They they're going to regret not funding me. So yeah. That's <laughs> I'm I'm just really excited to see what you do end up getting because yeah you work so hard for it and try so many other options like yeah I just think well God willing <laughs> yeah and it was so lovely this morning so we're this is Sunday and we we're at church this morning and the um the guy was talking about how we like the plans that God has mm-hmm. for our lives and just how like God has placed us in places and like God knows what He's gonna do with our lives and that was quite nice just to get like a confirmation I guess so it's like you do need to keep pursuing stuff and yeah I felt like that sermon was actually so direct to so many people today like I felt like it spoke right into my life and then I was speaking to someone else and they were like oh that sermon was just for me (laughs) it was a very like it just it was deep enough but it was like not vague enough but like generally I guess because the two main points were God what was it like God's placed you where you are like for a reason and also like god has a plan and like you've got to just to go for it basically yeah he was talking about how like you can miss out on stuff if you don't yeah. go for it and it was like someone else will do it like god's mm-hmm. plans will work but god wants us to be part of that so we need to go for it yeah it was it was excellent and i agree that it was like it was easy listening in a way that he did it very engaging mm-hmm. and what he was saying felt so relevant to so many people but then it was like also still felt like really challenging and yeah. biblical and yeah like I, I really enjoyed it I thought he did such a nice balance yeah, so. so that was was he from he was from a different church Don, Donside community Donside church potentially Donside community yeah. church not a church I'd come across in Aberdeen but um yeah yeah good. very good so yeah well so today we're speaking we thought we would speak about serving in the church um we're going to read a bible passage we're going to read first corinthians chapter 12 verses 12 to 30 no to 26 definitely the classic serving bible passage but i think it's a nice way to kick off Mm. our chat for just as the body is one and has many parts and all the parts of that body though many are one body so also is christ For we were all baptized by one spirit into one body, whether Jews or Greeks, whether slaves or free, we are all given one spirit to drink. Indeed, the body is not one, but many. If the foot should say, because I'm not the hand, I don't belong in the body, it is not for that reason any less part of the body. And if the ear should say, because I'm not an eye, I don't belong in the body, it is not for that reason any less part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would the hearing be? If the whole body were an ear, where would the sense of smell be? But as is, but as it is, God has arranged each one of the parts of the body just as he wanted. And if they were all the same part, where would the body be? As it is, there are many parts, but one body. The eye cannot say to the hand, I don't need you. Or again, the head can't say to the feet, I don't need you. On the contrary, Those parts of the body that are weaker are indispensable, and those parts of the body that we consider less honourable, 
we clothe these with greater honour and our unrespectable parts are treated with greater respect which our respectable parts do not need. Instead God has put the body together giving great honour to the less honourable so that there would be no division in the body but that the members would have the same concern for each other. So if another member suffers all the members suffer with it. If one member is honoured all the members rejoice. Would you rather have your eye the size of an eye the size of your head or your head the size of an eye are you all right anna well i was just thinking about that in the minute <laughs> here's here's us doing a christian podcast and doing the bible passage and that was what was going around my head there i would rather have an eye the size of my head i think i'm in agreement with you but yeah we thought that was a good passage and there's a lot to unpack there there's More so than just much. whether you've got an eye the size of your head. Yeah. I think as well there's so much that we're not going to unpack in like 10 minutes either. But we th- just felt it was a really great passage to kind of think about how we serve in church and how like what we give in church through serving is valuable, like regardless of what it is or like, like the cleaners are just as valuable as whoever's up from preaching that kind of idea. I think it's also something that we've probably thought a lot about in the last little while um, mm-hmm. and it also did actually, yeah, it did tie in a bit with the sermon this morning, as we yeah. mentioned about. And I think it is really important that we've been placed where we are for a reason. And how can we give the most in that situation? Yeah. But I think as well, Anna, like the way you serve in the church, I think it's very interesting because it relates so strongly to your gifting. So, well, so I do the social media for the church, but I'm a bit inconsistent. So I need to be better with that. But um, yeah, I think it does show as well, like what I, what in my work, I'm running social media accounts for different clients and businesses. So I can like transfer that knowledge to the church. Mm. And obviously, um, obviously I'm not like super consistent with it all the time, but um, that's something that I need to work on and need to be better at because it is how I'm serving in the church at the moment. And I think it's one thing that I've felt about serving is it can be things you enjoy yes uh-huh. I think that's a huge thing that I've realized because I think I used to sort of think oh I serve by like doing sort of little things in the background like tidying up tidying up chairs or like I don't know like having people over for lunch which obviously like I enjoy and that's mm-hmm. so important but what I the two things that I really love doing most in church are like I really like doing the social media and also really love doing music in church mm-hmm. and I think it kind of struck me quite recently oh hold on I really like serving in these ways and I think if you're really enjoying somewhere I think there's also a good chance that God's actually leading you to serve in that capacity and there are always going to be things I'm not saying like there's always going to be things that you don't enjoy and things about serving that really do feel like a sacrifice and of course even the things that you do enjoy Mm -hmm. it sacrifices time it sacrifices like energy sometimes but yeah, I, well, I don't know. What do you think about that? No, I think that's really interesting because, um, so I really, really hate doing kids' work in church. Yeah. I just find it so tricky. The kids never like me, <laughs> but I think it's something I've realised, like, actually, it's okay that I'm not good at that. And actually, like, so this morning, I just went into the kitchen and cleaned up the mugs. And that, for me, I actually enjoyed doing that. And I was happy doing that. Um, And I suppose for some people, like, it's, like good to sort of be in with the kids doing stuff like that but for me actually I know that I'm much better at just getting on with something in the background 
and mm-hmm. like that's just as valuable I think as something that oh, totally and I think like there's times obviously like if they're short of leaders one yeah. week it's really important to help yeah. out even if it's not something you enjoy doing and there's also going to be times in churches where there's maybe no one like yeah I guess it's just when there's no one else to do something that yeah. is essential like it can be important to do that I guess it depends on everyone's situation yeah. I suppose like so we do cage football on a Monday night mm. in our church which is really really cool and um, so Matthew and Hayden our husbands help at that and I will sometimes help if there's not enough people but it's such an amazing ministry but then it is so hard to get the volunteers I suppose that's an area yeah. where actually like it can be important to serve in things that even you don't necessarily you like it. doing but you have like a night free and actually like maybe you would rather just mm-hmm. sit and or do something else but actually it's important to help out i guess i should probably backtrack a bit then actually because no, I think what you're saying is right in a lot of ways i suppose you can serve in ways that you love mm. but there is a balance like it's really great if you can serve in ways that you love and there is probably i think i guess like if you love something if you love doing music then there's a good chance god has called you yeah. to use those gifts and worship and help other people worship but then Equally, yeah, there are times that, like, you've just got to get stuck in and get involved, even if you don't. Does that, is, am I making no. sense or am I just... You no, know, I think it's just such a complicated area because I was always thinking about how, like, you can also get really tired out, like, when it's, yeah. you're constantly helping out stuff. And I don't know, like, what's the right answer there? Like, because obviously we need volunteers, we need to help, but you also don't want to get overstretched and exhausted. But then you're doing it for God and it's important, so... I think that's a really tricky one to get the balance. What do you think about that? I think that's a situation that you just, if that comes, if you feel like you're in that situation, that's one to pray about. Yeah. I think it probably, I think it's important not to burn yourself out or Mm. else you'll become too thinly spread. But I also think like sometimes we do need to challenge ourselves and push ourselves out of our comfort zone. And I think that's where God will get, like that's where, yeah, God guides us and, shows yeah. us what we're to do and that I think prayer probably gives a lot of clarity mm. in that situation like sometimes it's right to give something up if you actually are struggling to balance everything but I guess also sometimes through like prayer you can get like the strength to do it and like change your perspective because I'm kind of thinking about I feel like probably short-term mission trips for example mm. when people go and maybe serve for a month and they're not maybe staying in the most glamorous of places I'm sure that that feels really tiring I've not really done that but I'm sure that probably feels exhausting for the month that you're there but you probably push through and you although it's an exciting time it's probably tiring and I guess there's going to be times when you're stretching yourself to the limits and there's times where you can be sustainably Mm -hmm. serving and um doing what you've been called to do but also not doing too much and saying you can't always say yes to everything yes that's it you can't always say yes to everything but like also using God's guidance such an interesting one isn't it like we need volunteers in the church but then yeah it comes with so many challenges and so many difficulties and what the right thing to do is yeah and I do think as well like whether you're a bigger small church I suppose like in a small church you almost need more people than Mm -hmm. you've got as well like everyone needs to really be pulling their weight and doing a part but then likewise as a church gets bigger and bigger more people are needed to help sustain that growth and there's always going to be places to serve and I think I think it's really healthy and good yeah Yeah, it's just an interesting one like 
yeah how do we get it right and how do you find the balance of working for the church and also serving do you find that a lot of them end up tying in together or do you feel like there's a pr- or mm. yeah how do you find that actually oh that's a difficult one because I probably I think it's like any job like before I had a job I had more time to do things uh-huh. but then now even though I'm in the church more because I've got a job I then have less time I know and it's a weird one to balance because what's your working and what's your volunteering like Mm. um like it's a weird one to kind of differentiate between and like because I know so I've like been quite involved in running the women's events at our church and like I went like did more time in the church than I was meant to one day and I was thinking about it and I was like well actually like this is where I'm volunteering and like that's also it's important to not just do my church stuff within my church hours and then be like oh well I need that time back Mm. but actually like okay yes this is part of what I'm doing as working for the church but it also needs to cross over and I also need to treat it as giving up my time as well and I think that like Seton is very good at like I think that the leaders there are good at not Mm. making you feel like you need to go above like uh, you do but like there's no there's not a pressure it's not like oh but like we're paying you but you you, like making you feel like you should do more you would do it out of like willingness and wanting to serve but I think it probably I guess like you've got a sort of two faces two sides to a coin with like pros and cons with working for a church because it's such a nice environment to work in yeah but you've also got yeah there's a bit more like I guess it's like yeah, it's just harder to differentiate what's working mm. and what's not. But yeah, no, I do love it. Do you know, it's like, it takes a while to sort of like get into it. But actually, I do love it. And I think working for a church does also give you the other side of things mm. and shows like how much you need volunteers because it's like, if someone can't do something on a Sunday morning, then I'm the one who needs to fix it. So yeah. then you see like the value. And if I'm like... I don't know, like just yeah, you see the value in volunteers and because I suppose with things like sound, if when there's only one or two people, yeah, that are able to do it, you yeah, it's something I hadn't like, noticed that only one person was doing media every single week. I hadn't, and then that's that. a lot of yeah, I guess that's a lot of responsibility on that one person that's doing it. Yeah, you need like a team of people, and I think that's where the body of Christ thing is so important. The body of Christ is a team. We're all a team that mm. um, chip in in our own ways and. Um, our own ways that God has made us to be good at these things and like that's yeah what the body and of Christ is about God has given us all different personalities like mm. God's not only given us different gifts he's also given us different personalities and those I don't really know what I'm saying but those person I think what I'm saying is like yeah. we've got to actually embrace our own personalities yes. uh-huh. and we can use those personalities to our advantage to serve in different ways mm-hmm. as well and like some people just naturally click so well with mm-hmm. different different age groups to their own yeah. and then you've got other people who are maybe quieter but really good at getting on with things and that's yeah. a real skill to them and yeah there's no yeah there's not one that's better or worse it's all part of the team I think one on the flip side of it though another exciting thing about the body of Christ is in the ways that we serve we can bring people into the body of Christ mm. because so I was reading I was doing like um, some work on an essay and I was reading up on a bit about the body of Christ and one person was saying that how how about how the body of Christ isn't necessarily about 
what we do or like having equal value but it's about deeply belonging and I was just thinking like the ways that we serve we then bring people into that deep belonging like kids coming to cage football on a Monday they're brought into a space the body of Christ where they deeply belong and that's exciting to be through serving we can bring people into that it's not something I had thought massively about but I think it's actually a I think it's probably a huge point that we miss all the time yeah because we kind of I guess when we're talking about the body of Christ and the different parts there's like the ear and the foot like everyone's got different gifts within the church and we usually think about it Mm. just on that on that level but Mm -hmm. I guess there is the whole you're embracing people into it as you yeah like it's amazing that God has created a body and like wants us to be part of it and what gives us these gifts that we can function and yeah we should be excited about bringing other people into that because you know like looking at someone and thinking like okay they maybe like I can't like they maybe don't have the greatest value or like I can't see so much value in them but actually in the body of Christ their value is so much greater um I think that actually also ties in well with like how can we serve like how can we serve in the community in which we're placed but then also why do we serve in the community that in which we're placed yeah like we don't serve in a community to just to make things easier for people but we serve so that they can come into God's family yeah and I think obviously we know the importance of serving in our communities but I do think I guess every time we reach out to someone every time we show someone love or speak to them and welcome them yeah welcome them to the place that we're at or whatever yeah we're showing them like a part of what it means to be in the community in God's community I think as well I loved what like there was a few weeks ago we had flower arranging and I like our pastor up the front was saying like the reason we do these things isn't because it's nice to do it but Mm. it's because then we can welcome people in and then have conversations with them and make them feel loved and um tell them about Jesus and that's why that is ultimately the purpose of these things and I suppose because often we hold these sort of events Mm -hmm. and I guess at the end of the day you're targeting people who aren't Christians Mm or don't know God but then even if like they don't come to faith like they're not going to come to they're not going to come into the building come to flower arranging and be like well they might like they're not going to like drop everything and be like oh that's me a Christian now I've done some flower arranging but I suppose it's all about the conversations and just making them feel welcome and I guess especially in the likes of like some in the likes of communities such as our church you've maybe got people who haven't known lots of love and friendship so actually to have be welcomed in with open arms can make such a difference to their life even if it is just flower arranging yeah all these things make someone feel valued and loved and that is that's what god calls us to do he calls us not just like um grab someone on the street and be like you're mm. going to hell like you're doing this, this this like he calls us to welcome people in become friends with people and like show them and talk to them about god and god's love it's like everything needs to be relational and in a relationship and you can do that through serving mm-hmm. but i think it's also important to highlight like we're speaking about this but there's we're by no means oh, perfect no. and I know for like ourselves like me and Matthew have been speaking about we need to like start up a bible study thing or or not yeah. not necessarily bible study but something in put medicine for Christians yeah. start with Christians and then reach yeah. out I guess because there's really nothing going on 
in the village that we live in. Yeah. Um. But I think we've been very good at we've been very good at delaying it and think, oh, I've been so busy. Like I've been away yeah. so many weekends. She'll always be busy though. But it was actually today. I was really challenged because I was actually last night or this morning. I was thinking, oh, like oh, maybe we'll maybe start in like end of May to start of June because realistically the next few weekends are like just chock-a-block and crazy but actually no like we've got our weeknights as well and yeah. if we don't start now like things will begin building up in June July we're yeah. busy people so like yeah yeah I think we, we're by no means perfect but it's a challenge for us as well like it's mm. a real challenge for us as well to be better yeah and it's same like I um like tomorrow night we're low on people for cage football and I will put my name down but I'm like oh all the other things I could do tomorrow night like I've had a pretty <laughs> things I'd rather weekend. be doing yeah like I've had a pretty rubbish weekend I can't really be bothered standing outside and watching kids play football um and yeah to be honest I can't really be bothered doing it and that's like my heart's in the wrong place there I need to be it like be this is joy- this joyfully is giving <laughs> yeah but in reality I'll probably go like just and not with the right attitude and that's you are like an angsty little child though sometimes which probably doesn't help people are gonna think i'm awful anna you (laughs) an angsty child (laughs) do you know what someone actually defended me rachel oh rachel she was up and she was like you weren't that bad as a 15 year old so there you go (laughs) there you go you are great i know kind of well i hope you've enjoyed this episode i suppose it's actually ended up being a long quite a long discussion on the same topic but it's um, been fun. It's been fun. We hope Thanks you... again for listening to us. Well. And we are about to start paying for this podcast. So obviously no pressure at all, but if you would like to support us and help us out a little bit with the costs, um, our Buy Me A Coffee page is in the link in the description. And make sure to follow us on Instagram at That Christian Podcast. Goodbye. We hope you all have a fab week. Thank you for tuning in. <laughs> we're, we're going on now. See you.